The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at theeppodcast.com. Welcome into the EP Podcast. My name is Chris Lanuti, and this is your weekend update EP Podcast style. It's not exactly 30 minutes of good in a world of dumb, covering Evergreen Park and everything surrounding it. We can get this out in just about 10, maybe 15, but it's a way to update you on what's going on in your area right now and prepare you for the weekend coming out now each and every Friday afternoon, in addition to our regular Monday on-demand podcast, and our Thursday night special live show each and every week. And all of it is brought to you by our proud sponsors, the First National Bank of Evergreen Park, dedicated to supporting our area with great banking tools and friendly service. They are a true community bank that provides our neighborhood with customized financial solutions like total access checking and account with free ATMs nationwide. That's always a problem you're worried. You're going to have enough ATMs depending on which bank you're with. They're a Wintrust bank. Plus, when you open up a total access checking account today, you get a $300 bonus just for being a listener of the EP podcast. That's right. Visit bankevergreenpark.com slash EP pod to learn more. There's $100 required to open, requirements to qualify, must use that link to apply, member FDIC. We've got some quick news, some quick weather, and then we're going to talk with a local business owner that on Thursday had to close down due to COVID-19. Good stuff today on the weekend update here on the EP podcast. Let's go. So I'm going to kick off what's going on around Evergreen Park this weekend with an email I received just this week. There's a brand new business opening up in Evergreen Park. They were nice enough to reach out to the EP podcast and invite us to their grand opening. Now, unfortunately, I can't make it over there. But on Saturday from 5 to 7 p.m., you can go over to the grand opening big festivities. Two local ladies, Lauren and Alyssa, have opened up the Allure Salon. And it will be located at 9506 South California, right here in the EP. And they're going to have a grand opening bottles and booking event, 5 to 7 p.m. on Saturday. Both of them are born and raised in Evergreen Park, and we like to support our local people and local businesses. Definitely check them out. Meanwhile, the Evergreen Park Chamber of Commerce continues its summer shopping contest, and it is off to a sizzling start. From now until August the 15th, if you spend a minimum of $10 at three or more of the businesses that are participating, a weekly raffle may make you the winner of a $25 gift card to one of those locations. Get more details at evergreenparkchamber.org. Also use that address if you're interested in finding out more details on the Fountain Hills Golf Outing, Golf and Barbecue, happening on August the 7th. Get your tickets now. The EP Podcast is already sponsoring a whole You're outdoors, you're playing golf. It's probably the safest sport you can play these days. Once again, evergreenparkchamber.org. Weather-wise this weekend, it's the perfect time to get out. It might be hot, but it's going to be clear. Warm today with a high of 87 and a low of 73. Saturday, 93 with a low of 78. And Sunday, 89 with a low of 71. Monday's pretty much the same thing as you head back to work and listen to the EP podcast. Now, during that on-demand show, you're going to hear something very unique. We did an outdoor broadcast in my backyard instead of at the nine-foot homemade oak bar. 
Some of you who tuned in live on Thursday night heard a portion of what's going to be aired on Monday. It was the Battle of the Restaurants. Unidad, a Latin kitchen and bar from Evergreen Park and our good friends, Open Outcry Brewing Company, squaring off in athletic competition. You're going to have to listen to find out what it was and the results, but it's good stuff. Interestingly enough, though, John Brand from Open Outcry, he's the owner-operator. He's been on the show before. Hours before he came over, had to close his restaurant down. Actually, he didn't have to do it. He chose to do it because a member of his staff tested positive for COVID-19. Now, the staff member hadn't actually been in the building for nearly two weeks, but out of an abundance of caution, he shut things down this weekend for anybody coming in to dine. Deep cleaning, everybody in the staff getting tested, and we asked him about it. And John showed why he's one of those good guys. Take a listen. Uh, so that, yeah, so that, so we'll just, I'll quickly tell the story. We we had, um, we had, a, we'd had an employee tell us uh, that they were recently at a, at a gathering where some of their friends after the gathering had, um, experienced some symptoms, went and got tested, tested positive. Uh, this employee, being a reasonable person as well, uh, told us, immediately called us up and told us. And I said, listen, thank you so much for being honest with us. That's helpful for us as a business, especially a business that, you know, we're, 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 we, uh, since we've reopened, we've had a lot of people come through the place. Yeah, right? well, you're getting a good crowd in yeah, there. Yeah, we're trying to, uh, and yeah. you're doing, a, and you're doing a carryout. You just got yeah. yourself a, you just got yourself a takeout window, which I was That's like, right. man, John, John doesn't miss a trick. He's like, I have to adjust. You've said it before when you're on this show, and you put a takeout window That's in. Right. So you, you've got a good crowd coming in there. That's right. And you know, because of that, uh, hello, Sal. Sal. Sal just sat down. <laughs> Sal Munoz from Unidad is here. Hi guys, I hope I'm not interrupting. No, no, you're, he's just telling <laughs> you know a story about that, and you know about this already yeah, because Sal, you let everybody Sal, know. We haven't, we haven't spoken yet today, so I'm really interested to hear your your take on what you think. Yeah. Uh, um, what you think about our decision? But I'm just quickly telling telling the story. Yeah. So, so when we found out, we we told we told the first of all, we thank the employee. Thank you. Thanks for being honest. This is important for us to know. We're taking the long view here because we want to serve this community for a long time. Our brand and brand equity is important to us. So because of that, you know, we just want to do the right thing, especially in a time where you don't know what the right thing is. There's no playbook for what is going on right now. No. If there's a playbook, Sal, and you have it, can you please share it with me? Because I don't... I don't know. I don't know what that playbook says. Right? Like, I feel like John was already. You guys were already scheduled to be here, and I think this happened today. And John was like, "I really want to sit down and have this conversation with Sal. Like, I want to talk to another another business owner because, like, am I doing this right? And like, but I, it feels to me like you're doing the responsible what thing. We, well, what we do. I mean, starting in in April, we we, we said this is going to happen. We're, we know this is it's inevitable. Is 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 this thing proliferates? You know, through humanity, every workplace is likely going to have to deal with this at, at some point, especially if you're in the service industry where you're in constant contact with the public every day, right? And so we've been kind of talking about it and strategizing with on, on how we would react and because we, we knew eventually it was going to happen. And I think every business that's in the business of serving the public should should, you know, start considering what they're going to do as well because it's going to happen and it's it's going to happen with more frequency until a vaccine is developed and available um uh, available generally, you know, for everybody. So uh the as we've talked about it over the last couple of months, the only thing we keep coming back to is that, you know, we just really don't have any choice but other than to take a time out, clean, 
be transparent with not just our customers, the employees, but frankly, so our only really our only play in the playbook, as we've talked about this over the last couple months and preparing for the inevitable was just to be honest and transparent, and then just let. What did they say? Let the chips where they lie. Let the, let the chips fall where they let may. The chips That's fall what it is. Let the chi- right? chips, but you know, I, here's the thing, and, and so, Sal chime in here that you you get stuck with something like this, where or you find out about something like this. It, I'm sure there's a million things that run through your head, like, okay, well, you know, and you know, it, do I think everybody got exposed? This is is this going to hurt my business telling everybody what's going on? But it seems like John's idea was like, I think people would be more, they'd be more confident walking into my place. If they know that if I find out something's going on, I'm willing to shut my doors for it. Like maybe that, that, maybe, maybe that instills confidence. Maybe, maybe not. I, I think, uh, John, I um, first let me tell you, I think you did the, like Chris said, the responsible thing, and I think you were very honest, and, and uh, I think that goes a long way, and I think you'll be surprised. Um, and you're right, no one um, has a playbook. I think you might, you might be the one to be the author of it, and everybody's going to kind of learn from you because – it, it's it's crazy because I actually uh, signed up for a uh, on uh, restaurantowners.com because they do like uh, web series every week on how to kind of prepare for pretty much anything. Um, and this week's uh, topic was how to deal with an employee if they uh, you know they they come across uh, COVID. Um, I didn't get a chance to listen to it, so this is perfect. <laughs> well, so let me, let me let me share let me share the fact let me share the fact pattern with you on this and and explain how we came to this decision. So, um, it just so happened with scheduling that this employee has, hasn't been in the building uh, for almost not quite two weeks, but a little less than two weeks. And God bless the employee. Uh, this person was very upfront and honest with us as soon as she found out that. There might be a, a risk, and we responded and said, "Listen, you can't come to work until you get a test, right?" And then once we know what that test result is, then we'll make we'll make some decisions. So, um, within the last 24 hours, got the test result, and then went to uh, another place to get a second test done. When the um, I'm sorry, I'm going to butcher exactly what the parlance is that people are. It's an immediate, the one that provides the immediate test. Yeah, there's like a, uh, there's like a, almost like a 24 hour. There's one, like a quickie test, and then there's another the, one, and then there's a longer blood test yeah. or something like. So that. So they did yeah. both. Right. Uh, one was positive, one was negative. Okay. Which one was the positive one? I, um, I'm just curious. The the one where they go up the nasal, up the nose. Right. That one was positive, and that, which is the more accurate. That one. That seems like that's the more accurate. That's the more one. accurate yeah. one. Like that, and like I, and that's everything I've read is that's the so, more accurate one. Even Major League Baseball has had a couple of people that they've pulled out, and that's been the one that finds it where the other test sometimes right. seems to miss it. Yeah. Right. My um, uh, my son actually had an. He's a uh, bartender and a server at a restaurant in St. Louis. And where and, in St. Louis? Okay. And uh, they, you have a son that's a bartender. Yeah, oh, he's, yeah. Only like he's, oh, he's. I know. He looks, like, he he's looks like he's twenty-five years old. Did you have this kid when you were twelve? <laughs> he's an adult. <laughs> Jesus. I have an adult. I don't he, have like you're so young. Cell, you're a good-looking man. Stop it! Stop it! It's the avocado cream that we use at, uh, at you Unidad. Rub that on your face every night. Don't eat you? it. Eat it, Unidad. If you don't eat it. You'll be put it on your face. Like, the food. The food that Sal's mother came up with. Because remember, those are all like your mother's yes. recipes, or that's what you started with, and they're all like based off of those things. And look at how how young you are right now. So this should that. be this should be almost in your commercials that you run on on the, on the EP yeah. podcast. Like if you eat here, you won't age. Yeah. You know. Like th- that's what you should be doing. Oh, that would be amazing. I probably wouldn't be doing any of that. So he, uh, so he, so actually, there was an incident where a guest um, dined. He was a server for that table, and um, she uh, called the restaurant, let let them know to 
that they uh, she got tested positive, hmm. and they uh, so he got two tests. One of them was like almost like a, a selfie. Uh, with what you do yourself. And yeah, then, you do and then, it like the CVS right. or the Walmart. You pull up in the drive-thru yeah. and you swab yourself. Yeah, yeah. and then the second one um, was the one up the nasal, and uh, they both came out. Luckily, uh, they both came out positive. But the, um, you mean negative. Ne- I'm sorry. Yes, negative. Yeah. <laughs> but if the, they're uh, asymptomatic, it's almost positive. It's like, it, like it, positive would be lucky. Like if I could get it and be asymptomatic, and be like, hey, I made it through this thing. I'd almost do a cartwheel. Yeah. Yeah, right? <laughs> yes. Wouldn't you? Yeah. Like, I mean, if you were actually sick, you'd be like, oh, no. But, I mean, if you actually were feeling no symptoms and it was like a random test and somebody said, oh, you're positive for COVID and you've probably been sick for two weeks, you're like, oh, my goodness, I've hit the jackpot, right? I mean, <laughs> I like, that's how I would feel. Yeah. I guess, but I guess we're, there's still some uncertainty in terms of what this thing does long term, right? I mean, we still I guess that's true. Lot, I guess that's true. Know. Yeah. Right? But, I mean, like, I remember right. I did my antibody test with that Dr. Beckman on this show. And I was so disappointed I didn't have. It. <laughs> I was like, he was like, I and I said that to him, and he goes, you, "That's the same reaction that everybody gives me." I, I feel like Chris has been trying to get it since since it first came out. Yeah, I think, I yeah. Think, um, there's no other employees experiencing symptoms. Uh, the employee, by the way, that uh, that tested positive and negative in the same result w- was experiencing mild symptoms initially, but is fine now, perfectly healthy, um, has been cleared by the doctors to go back to work after the 14-day okay. incubation or the 14-day period. Uh, so everyone's he- healthy and fine, but there's so many unknowns. And I don't know if there was really much of a, uh, much, much of a choice. And, and it's also just important to be transparent. So that's what we did. We wrote that um, um, myself and a few of the managers, we sat down and we, we, we put that message together and put that up about about an hour and a half ago. So we're going to close for the next couple of days. And now I'll also say this, we, we also made the decision to continue with the takeout and delivery business, which um, I guess there's, you can make the argument that that was or wasn't the right decision. But in light of the fact pattern that this person hasn't been in the building for uh, almost two weeks and nobody is else in the company is experiencing symptoms. And because we're not allowing the public into our public space, and because you've been transparent, so if and somebody been if somebody orders from you, they're well aware of, yeah, of what you're doing, right? And you made you, them aware, right? yeah. And the right thing. you know, so but again, you're never sure if you're doing the right thing or not. But uh, I think a, a practical prag after breaking down that fact pattern and trying to come to a reasonable, practical, pragmatic conclusion, it felt okay to continue with the carry out and delivery business. And you know, frankly, the other thing that weighs on you when you do this is. At Open Encore, we have 45 employees between the kitchen and the brewery. For many of these folks, it's a part-time job. But for many of these folks, this is their full-time job. So when we close, we're putting our employees in a position where they need to start worrying about whether or not they're going to be able to pay their rent. So that weighs on your decision as well. So the takeout and carryout, the takeout and delivery business uh, for the next 48 hours or however long or until we decide to open. It could be two days. could be, I don't know. We're, we'll make the decision in two days. Uh, that that is the, the folks that do feel comfortable coming in and working. Um, at least they can come and get some hours and, and and earn some income as well. More of that interview will air on Monday. We actually have a lot of fun with both restaurants competing against each other. And there's so much more that it will be on demand for you Monday morning when you wake up here from the EP podcast. But I'm sure you could hear a John hoping he did the right thing. But if you look at all the social media response, and I'm pretty sure you feel the same way that I feel, when I hear a guy put people in front of profit, it makes me want to go over there more. 
That's why he's one of our pals. That's why he hangs out here every once in a while. And that's why he brings me free beer. But I'm not just saying it because of the free beer, John. Thanks for listening to the Weekend Update. My name is Chris Lanuti. For Hannah, all of our guests, our proud sponsors, First National Bank of Evergreen Park, have a great weekend. We will see you on Monday with the EP Podcast. 30 minutes of good in a world of dumb. Covering Evergreen Park and the surrounding area and found everywhere podcasts can be found and always at the eppodcast.com. Bye-bye, everybody. Look at all those people in this great suburb driving down 95th and Ked Z. What a great place. It's called Evergreen Park, but we know it better as the EP We're known for more than just the Unabomber. Remember Ted Kaczynski? You guys might even remember that big old rooster on 95th Street. It's all part of EP's history. So listen up to the EP podcast. You might be asking why. Because we talk about all things and we celebrate all the great things in the 60805. It's the EP podcast. All things Evergreen Park. It's the EP podcast. Evergreen Park. The EP podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at the eppodcast.com.